Shut up and sit down. Where I become kind of famous for my signature catchphrase, Wait You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von Turing. Do you know what is the hardest part of learning to ride a bike? The pavement. I'm all about having fun. Maybe go to SeaWorld, take my pants off. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Maybe sit the next couple plays out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna quit yeah. saying things when they crop up there. The old skull, huh? The mall is now reducing Black Friday prices to 96% off to the first hundred people inside the mall. <laughs> this is gonna be a f***ing bloodbath, Tom. There will be medical tents, ambulances, face painting. No doubt a lot of people you know and love are going to die. Hi, welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I'm Jake Von During, and I am connected on the uh, phone, Skype, FaceTime. I, I don't even know what we ended up using, but with Lance Hepler. What's up, Lance? Lance Romance out on the road coming back at you from a much um, unappreciated absence last week. So, yes, I'm here. Uh, also uh, coming to us over the airwaves of some sort, Mr. Matt Legrand. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? You guys are really on the internet, so <laughs> that works. <laughs> We're all looking at each other digitally, so. It really works this time. Matt, let me say, I loved the interview last week. I learned a whole bunch of things about you I didn't know about. I thought it was fantastic listening to your, your interview. So if anybody listened to this, didn't listen to... Jake and Matt's interview last week, you need to go back and listen to it because you'll fall in love with Matt Legrand even more than you already what? have. Is that even possible? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That was a fun thing. And uh, Lance, you're you're coming up soon, my friend. You're, you're next. You're on, in the crosshairs. I'm an open book and not an interesting uh, uh, interview. So it, I it, don't know. We'll see what Just happens. Wait and see. Wait and see. How about a little backpedaling, Matt? What you been? Uh, what you been doing these past? few days this past week uh nothing big nothing crazy you know what um i had a blast riding uh the team ride last night on zwift that was fun that was Um, fun it was a good time it was a flatter route which kept me in the game for the whole ride i made it through the entire ride um when you guys did end up sprinting yeah I, i got broken pretty quick but like i still had like five guys to sprint with at the end yeah and um yeah so that was super fun yeah that last five miles or six miles whatever it was that got a little spicy it was fun though it was it wasn't like crazy you know it it was it was perfect it was nice and the course is really pretty i actually like the um it's like the tokyo course the neon Uh, tokyo yeah we went through one of the new sections which is like i don't know what it's called but it's like the neon should we just call the neon section neo tokyo or whatever (laughs) neokyo right right light neon area yeah and then arcade section yeah I, I had a blast that was a good uh good ride last night yeah for sure cool mr hepler what have you been up to back. oh well I, I mean i've i've had a couple uh misadventures while i've been out and 
I don't know how much of it you want to hear about, but um, I have been back riding the bike a little bit. My back is still not quite 100%, but enough that I've been able to get on the bike and ride a little bit um, every day. I did take like seven or ten days fully off, which is which was really hard for me, actually. It was that was kind of hard. it was one of the reasons why I finally just said, Brandy, get the dog, get in the van. We just need to go because I was just stir crazy. Not feeling good. Yeah. Yes. Stir crazy and not feeling good. And so we just kind of took off. Um, we've been riding. I've only ridden my road bike once in the last like three weeks because the rest of the time it's been, we find some random gravel road and we have found some amazing gravel roads in a few places or, uh, we've been mountain biking or whatnot. M- my wife and I also, we rock hound when we go out on these adventures because, it's like a it's like a treasure hunt, and we have ended treasure. up having to. It is. <laughs> I have you get, I have found some amazing pieces this week. Some I, I found this piece of petrified wood, which is, it's like a museum piece. It it is. Anyway, I I I won't get all excited about my other hobbies on this podcast because this is the cycling podcast. I do have a question about that. What do you do with your stuff once you're done with it? Do you like? go and like polish it do you make it look all pretty do you just throw it in a pile in your backyard what, what do you do with it next um yes yes and yes there's a little bit of that happens <laughs> with all of it so some pieces we i have some lapidary equipment lapidary is for is like rock polishing and cutting yeah and so we will we polish some stuff and some stuff just sits in a pile in my <laughs> garage and some stuff gets like displayed some really good stuff and so I don't know. That's it's. We haven't. I haven't like sold anything or made jewelry, even though we have enough kind of stuff that we could do that. But yeah. we just haven't. So right on. Um, one of the I I did this mountain bike trail called Thunder Mountain. Yes, which, I was going to ask you um, about that. <laughs> so this is a this is a, a single track trail that was built near Bryce Canyon National Park. So it's it's in Central Utah. It's near Bryce Canyon National Park and. It was, it is consistently ranked one of the higher mountain bike trails in all of Utah, and that's saying a lot because there is great riding in Moab, great riding in St. George, great riding along the Wasatch Front in Salt Lake, and this trail was just amazing. It was like an eight-mile single-track section from top to bottom. The views and the trail building was just phenomenal. It was, it was pretty special, so... That looked ridiculous. The po- photos that you posted were ridiculous. It looks like Disneyland went out there and, and built these trails, right? It, it is. I'm sure. I mean, the area is actually called Thunder Mountain, and I'm sure that was the inspiration for Disney to make their roller coaster. That was my, it was, that was my question was, what came first? I don't, Thunder I don't know Mountain, what mountain came bike? first. Yeah. I mean, that's chicken egg right there, but man, that was spectacular. It was it was spectacular. I was I was a little in awe. I, I had, it had been rated pretty well, and I thought, oh, let me go try this out. And uh, you know, it was four miles of rolling terrain until you hit this this the high point, uh-huh. and then like four miles of like downhill that was like seventeen hundred feet of elevation loss. Just I 
I kept I, I can't believe I didn't crash because I kept like pulling out my phone and taking pictures. I had to stop once and take a video. It was it was pretty amazing. I'm guessing you didn't have your GoPro running, right? I didn't. No, it was just like I just damn it, Hepler. I can went. I I know since like I got halfway in, I thought, oh my gosh, I should have taken the GoPro with this because it's. I don't. I do not think it would be hard to find a GoPro video of down Thunder Mountain, but I just wish I had my own video that I had made myself. So pretty, pretty amazing. So that's awesome. It was pretty cool. Um, in the last few weeks, other than that, I had this full-on van disaster in the middle of nowhere that I probably shouldn't get into too much, but um, I don't think I talked to either of you about that. I think I may have made a. I made an Instagram post about it, then went to my Facebook page if you had seen that. But long story short, I I flatted uh, in the van 12 miles out, kind of a rougher gravel road, and I couldn't get a tow truck to come out and help me. And I ended up um, – I was 50 miles away from the place where I, I didn't have the right tool to change the tire myself. Because I have aftermarket wheels on this van, and they take a special lug nut, which I didn't have in my van, which I can't believe I didn't have in my van. Just completely stupid. I'm sure I have it, like, in a box in my garage. It just never made it into my van, and I haven't had to change my own flat on this thing before. And um, I was 50 miles away from this place, and and we ended up sleeping overnight in the spot that we were stranded because – tow trucks wouldn't come out the gravel road because it was too rough for them. And so it, it got a little spooky. Um, in the morning, I'm like, Brandy, I can solve this, but I'm just going to have to, um, I'm going to have to get on my gravel bike, ride the 50 miles into town, get the right tool, ride the 50 miles back. And then I can change the flat and then we can go get the thing fixed and it was gonna i'm not really in that great of shape right now because i haven't done anything long and i knew that was gonna be like a seven hour adventure (laughs) (laughs) and luckily as i was clipping in to my um to my bike a random uh couple we were out on like blm ranch land so kind of out in the middle of nowhere nevada near winnemucca and a ranch couple stopped and said, hey, do you need help? And I'm like, yes, but I can't ask you to drive me all the way back into Winnemucca to get this right thing. And they're like, absolutely, jump in. We will take care of you. Wow. And they took wow. like th- three hours out of their day. They drove me all the way to Winnemucca, let me get the right tool, drove me all the way back to the van. I mean, it was – I was pretty shocked that they did that. Did you so get their I- contact info? I did. We got there. Um, They're going to they actually Delta. They could earn yes. some sort of petrified wood. <laughs> yes. Well, they they actually train horses. This couple, they're named Wes and Lexi. Um, they train horses for for ranchers, like to so like roping horses, so they so you can round up your cattle right at the end of the season. And they had a bunch of horses on their property, and they showed me where they lived. So we stopped. And took a bunch of pictures of their horses, and Brandy is going to paint some pictures of their horses and send it to them. So that's right. That's kind of what, yeah. yeah, what we're kind of hoping to do as a thank you because it was, it was pretty cool. So 
Other than that, uh, yeah, I'll quit telling stories because I could tell all sorts of stories. We found some great gravel roads and really kind of have enjoyed ourselves. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling much better about myself. <laughs> well, how's your back feeling? Be be honest. You know, um, it is. It's definitely not healed all the way, but it def it feels better. Um, I, you know, I've still been able to. I can't like hike dozens of miles and I've, and it doesn't really bother me when I, when I ride, but it's just, it's just not there yet. It's, it's, it's definitely better, but it's not there yet. Are you going to go see a doctor? I probably am going to have to see a doctor because it's been a month now and it isn't healed all the way. And so don't pressure me, Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Cool. Um, I I don't have any backpedaling other than yes, I rode on Zwift another seven days. Yay! It's uh, <laughs> the streak continues, but it's again all too much on the uh, the trainer. the The weather hasn't been like super cooperative here. I mean, there've been a couple nice days, but it's getting cold and it's getting a little dreary out, and it's been cloudy. And I don't know. I just haven't felt com- compelled to go outside and ride. Um, however, <laughs> what's that, Matt? I was going to say, I think I rode outside once with Sam for three miles. Yeah. But I was going to ask you about the um, the dialed 100. Is today the last day or tomorrow? Today is day number 99 of the dialed 100. Oh, okay. So that'll be the day that this uh, podcast comes out. We're going to turn this one around today because we're recording on right. a Wednesday. So um, people riding in the dialed 100 will be doing 99 today. And then tomorrow, um, a lot of people are going to try and go outside and ride on Thanksgiving. But we are going to host a gravel ride outside for anybody that wants to come out and do their 100th ride, which should be a lot of fun. It's a lot like what we did last year, and we had a blast. Oh, and, fun. Yeah, it should be a good time. But yeah, that'll uh, be my first ride outside in in a while. But my shoulder still hurts, but um, I think it's starting to show maybe little signs of like not hurting so bad. So I'm gonna go take a spin outside and see how it goes. Should be fun. But um, I will I will say Brandy is still streaking. She we have it has not been convenient in a couple of places, but we have act she's actually managed to ride an hour every day and. We will figure it out today too. So she'll be day ninety nine today. So. That is fantastic. Good yeah, for Brandy. Good on her. Yeah, yeah, there's still, I don't know. There's probably six, seven, eight, ten people. I, I got to go take uh, take count of it. But there's still quite a few people doing it. I'm always proud of them to see how far they get. And even the people that only made it for you know twenty rides or thirty rides or fifty rides, that's still an accomplishment in its, in its own right. I mean, that's a lot of days in a row. And a lot of people have never done more than like two or three. So it's neat to see them do that. I don't know if it's actually smart, but it's still fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's still fun. So that's uh, that's about that. Um, any... Jake, one more thing. Go I, ahead. I forgot. Um, I, I need to. I need to shout out to somebody because we we stopped in the little town of Richfield, Utah. It's okay. In, it's in central Utah. It sounds close to Ridgefield, but it's not. It's Richfield, and um, believe it or not, we have a. We have a, our former babysitter that babysat our kids. She's now married and has three of her own kids and lives in this little town of Richfield, Utah. Her husband, Morgan Schaefer, um, he co-owns this uh, like uh, furniture and barn door building company that's there in, in Richfield. And he's a mountain biker. He is actually and, – and so we were rolling through and – and Morgan took me on a ride on some of their local trails in this Richfield area 
which were fantastic. He, there, there were some purpose-built mountain biking trails in Richfield area that were just fantastic. And, uh, and I got to ride with Morgan Schaefer. So sweet. Wow. And he's a, Morgan is a listener to the podcast, I believe. And so if I didn't mention that, uh, I went for a ride with him, um, I, I'd be in trouble. So yep. thank you, Morgan, for the ride. Yeah, we'll we'll cut that out and we'll put it back into your back pedal, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, right, <laughs> right on. Cool. Um, any cycling, triathlony, newsy kind of stuff that uh, you guys want to talk about, Matt? I know that there was uh, an Ironman yeah, last there, weekend, which was kind of cool. There were two. Um, Cozumel, yeah. had a pro field, and uh, the gold medalist, his name's Christian Blumenfeld, and he he won it by a big block, I think. On the women's side, um, I don't, re- I can't remember what her name is. Like Sarah, what was her name? Sarah, I can't remember. Starts with an S. It's like something. Won it. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I forget what her last name is, but uh, I wasn't super familiar with her. Usually, that's not a huge race. Like they do have a pro field at Cozumel sometimes, but this year they got the Olympic gold medalist. It was his first Ironman race uh, at the Olympics. They do like the Olympic distance. So like Mm -hmm. 10 K run. And so this was his first full and he did just fine. Nice. So that was good. The other big race on the triathlon side was Ironman Arizona. And we had uh, a couple of dialed local team members do it. Yeah. And uh, that was really cool. Um, Scott Goodrich, who he hasn't ever been on the podcast, but at some point we should have him on the podcast. It seems like a really great guy. He's yep. definitely a really good guy. Um, he qualified for Kona for 2022. Is that? Yeah. So the the way they're doing the world championships is weird. They have like, they're going to have two world championships in 2022. They're going to have the 2021 world championships in October. No, sorry. In May. And then in October, they're going to have the 2022 world championships. A little weird. One's going to be in St. George. One's going to be in Kona. Uh, and so... I'm not sure if he's qualified for the St. George one as well as the Kona one, but I think qualifying for the Kona one was like the big ticket that he wanted to get. And so he was super pumped about that. His time was like 10 hours in a couple of seconds. And I was like, Oh, "Oh." like I was watching, you know, I was watching the live um, thing and I was just like gutted that he didn't break 10 hours. Cause that's a nice big barrier to break. Uh, And, um, and I was like, I am going to swim with this guy through the winter and we will, you know, because like his run and his bike are really good. It's just like his swim, you can tell. He can just, just like needs to just a couple little tweaks and he'll he'll be there. He'll be, he'll actually smash 10 hours. So I think there's actually like 15 minutes that he can get on the swim. So we'll see. Uh, Joshua Monda also raced and raced really well. I mean, I think all of us expected him to do really well, so no pressure. But he, uh, you know, I think he was nine fourteen. I could be wrong about the time, but somewhere you're, you're in correct. That it was nine fourteen in, in seconds. Okay, yeah, uh, and yeah, we all expected him to do really well, and he just did it. I know he struggled a little bit early on in the run, and like just you know, kept taking in calories and, you know, like came around and body came around and he just made it happen. He's just a tough guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I haven't really chatted with him about his race, but I mean, he's another guy that was like really fun to follow and just see how, you know, he held up. I know he has a world championship qualifier 
And so I don't know if this is, again, same kind of thing where it's like a second world championship qualifier. I'm not sure. I'd have to ask him. Cool. Yeah, he uh, for him, man. Yeah, he stopped by the lab yesterday and we chatted for a minute. Oh, did- and he uh, he said there was a couple things with his uh, nutrition and hydration that he needs to kind of tinker with just a little bit. That was a tiny bit off that caused him to struggle a little bit. Um, I think he ultimately did end up getting a little bit dehydrated, but he still maintained the pace that you know th- that he set his mind to. Like after he knew yeah. that he wasn't going to go sub nine, he still stuck to it. He didn't like just throw in the towel and you know start walking or anything like that. So it was kind of neat to He's see a- him. Yeah. And he's just, he's one of those guys who's done a couple Ironmans. Like, you know, like, okay, he knows how to, he knows how to hurt. He knows how to do this stuff. Like, you know, if, if you're brand new to that kind of hurt locker that you're going to be at an Ironman, then you're like, okay, this could go really bad really quickly. But like, you just know he's tough. He's going to be okay. Even though he went, you know, went through a tough spell like early in the run, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's such a great guy. You can't help to root for him. He's just, oh, yeah. you, you don't get nicer of a person right there. And God, the guy's so strong. My God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he came out and did some rides with us um, over the summer and whatnot when he had some time and worked into his schedule and he made everyone hurt. Yep. So cool. Anything else? Well, that was triathlon. Yep. Matt, or Lance, you got anything? I do. Um, the uh, Cyclocross Crusade series wrapped up this week. Their six race series. Um, uh, one of the uh, great disappointments of the season for me was that I was not able to do a single one of the six races. But our team actually ended up doing really well. We uh, won the team competition again, ooh, which ooh. is fantastic. Which means that our team will get call ups for next year again. Um, I hate to, I don't hate to say it, but I'm pleased to say the reason we won it was mostly on the backs of our junior racers. Yeah. Um, who did just really fantastic. And we had several teammates also who, um, made the podium in their specific, um, categories. Yeah. Um, I know, uh, Summer Westerfield, Hunter Westerfield, both won their categories. Chris Surratt won his category. Um, who else? Whitney, Whitney Hayden, Hayden won, yep. yeah, won her category. So, and we had a few other people that would that made podiums as well. So, just I think Danny Styles made the podium in her category. I mean, we just had we had great yep. participation in it, and it all just ended up going quite well. Yeah, Alan Plank, who was on the podcast a few weeks back, um, he finished fourth overall in a very yes. tough um, Masters category. So it was kind of nice. He would have been on the podium had he not had some mechanical issues and. In a, a tough, oh. tough go out at Heron Lakes a few weeks ago, but there was just those two races that kind of hampered him. We were talking about that a little bit on the ride last night, but yeah, he had another great uh, season. Not bad for a guy that's just you know somewhat new to, to cyclocross. I think this is only his second season. Yes. So good yeah, times. So yeah, super great uh, participation for that. Even Paul first. Yep. Um, in the cat one two category, ended up fifth overall. Isn't that huge? Series. Yeah. Which is just amazing. So super proud of of our team and everything. I it, the series ended up being very well done. Not quite the numbers it's had in the past, but I'm sure that's a COVID thing. And so I I think it's going to come back stronger and better than ever. You know, next year as well. So yep, we're excited for that. That team competition is pretty neat because what a lot of people don't realize is there are over 200 teams that are registered and competing for that team competition to get those team call-ups 
through the Cross Crusade. And those a lot of Correct. those teams are independent of the actual um, Oregon Bicycle Racing Association because there's teams that come from all over the place. So to know that we've won that two consecutive years now, that is fantastic. It's fantastic. It was not a runaway. We just barely beat Team Finger and um, the Shoots Brewery. So they there were they were knocking on the doors. So I mean, if if our juniors hadn't showed up. <laughs> Uh, we would not have won that. I'm looking at the team results right now. Um, there were 197 registered teams. Well, if you that, look, that, if you look at the very bottom, though, there's a bunch of teams that were tied for last place. <laughs> so, oh, that if, means they probably had nobody that raced. Something along that, where they just had the same amount of points. But anyhow, the the net of it is there's. I think there was a little over 200 teams, if I'm not mistaken, when you <clears throat> factor in the people that are showed as tied. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. The the team competition cool. we ended up having 146 points, and they do it kind of like on a golf score thing. And the next closest team was 211. So I mean, that's that's close. I mean, I don't know how hard it is for them to close that margin, but I think we kind of almost led it from bell to bell, right? Pretty close. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good job, team. Good job. Yeah, way to go. Maybe, hopefully, fingers crossed, Lance, that I can join you <laughs> next year. Yes, <laughs> I'm that. hoping we will both be able to be there next year. Yeah. Cool. Um, internationally, not a whole lot of other news other than, uh, Matthew Vanderpool, Wout Van Aert and Tom Pidcock are all scheduled to start their world cup cyclocross racing, um, just after Christmas. So there will be some exciting races with those three monsters, uh, coming up as well. Sweet. Um, other than that, I don't think there's anything else that was really worth, uh, talking about. Cool. Uh, today, what we're going to talk about is it's almost Thanksgiving. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. How did that happen, by the way? It's just crazy how fast time went on. But uh, as we all know, the day after Thanksgiving is Black Friday, and that's when all the deals kind of start coming down the pipeline. And we want to maybe try and put some things on your radar that you can consider taking uh, advantage of, um, get some some deals to get the things that you're going to need. So we wanted to run through some Black Friday deals, and there will be a few other little things that we'll talk about as well. But that's like the primary thing that I want to go through. And before we do that, is there anything that you guys are jonesing for? Anything that you guys are like patiently waiting for to go on sale or that you're going to want to purchase um, for yourselves individually for this coming Black Friday slash holiday season? Anything out there? Uh, I think that, you know, I nothing too crazy. I um, There was a lot of stuff that like I knew was coming up for deals and I waited for and picked up some stuff, but... Um, uh, I don't think I'm going to go too crazy on the actual day. I am hoping to like post a video talking about like watches that are on sale for, you know, people. I definitely don't need any more watches. Although some <laughs> of the watches that I purchased recently, like are going on sale, which is frustrating, but, um, yeah. And so, uh, I think that the actual day of black Friday, I might not make any purchases, which would be crazy. How about you? Lance? Um, I didn't have my eye on too many things either myself personally, other than um, I'm having some uh, auxiliary electrical issues with my adventure van, and I might need to buy a new Goal Zero uh, unit, and if they're on sale this weekend, I'm going to have to jump on something like that. Telling so. you, man. REI, got the 20% off. I'm going to have to check that out. Yep, I and I know this from personal experience, so <laughs> just picked one up. So, yeah, um, for, for me... I, 
let's just be honest. All three of us are pretty spoiled. We have we pretty much have all the things that we want and could need. I mean, sure, yep. there, there's always like that, oh, I want that too, but do I need it? No. But there's really one thing that I'm probably just going to take advantage of that I did last year. And that's just going to be re-upping my training peaks program, uh, account. Cause I think there's like a black Friday special that they do where it's like 20 or 30% off. And that's probably the only thing that I'm personally going to throw money at, um, this coming black Friday. Cause it's just a matter of like, all right, needs and wants. Um, I, I, I don't really need anything. There's some things that I want, but the, the training peaks is probably the only one. So, and that's a, it's going to be important to me this next coming year because I'm, I'm hoping to try and figure out something, some sort of way to get back into some sort of shape where I can be competitive. So if everything falls in the line, but anything else for you guys? I, you know, I got a, I got a funny training freak story. Um, in the, in the height of my fitness, uh-huh. my 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 fitness number on training peaks was like one thirty five. That is astronomical. It's super high, and that was when I'm doing big miles and lots of interval training with big miles. And when I looked at my training peaks number yesterday, it was fifty six. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fallen off a cliff. You're less than half I, the man uh, that you used to be, Lance. I'm less than half the man. It's just destroyed, taking all that time off and then only doing short stuff in cyclocross. Gotcha. In the score. Gotcha. Not so good. Okay, anyway. so what are some deals that you guys have heard about that are coming down the pipeline? What would you guys like to tell the listeners about that they should take a peek at? Matt, you got anything? Yeah, I mean, I like I said, I'm, I'm hoping to make a video of talking about a lot of this stuff. And so uh, this... I'll, I'll talk specifically more to cycling stuff. And and maybe this isn't cycling, Lance. Uh, Peloton is like 600 bucks off. Is that count as cycling or is that spin? Or is that spin class? <laughs> That's spin class. I You know, the house we've rented for yeah for, uh, uh, for Thanksgiving, we don't check in. We check in in a couple of hours, and it's supposed to have a Peloton bike. So I might have a Peloton report for next week. Uh-huh. I know, but I'm worried that, like, you're going to want to kill yourself, right? Because like you're competing against your class or whatever. Correct. And right. that's not going to be good for your back. No. And I'm probably going to do it anyway. Think about this. Those spin bikes have that weird like uh, flywheel piece that kind of can really jar your back. Yeah. Or it doesn't true. have a freewheel on those? Do not hurt yourself. What? I, the Peloton doesn't have a freewheel. It's kind of like a fixy kind of setup. It, no, I'm. It, it's a nice, it's a nice. Um, it's like an exercise bike, but. but it's more of a spin bike than a, I think, I, am I wrong about that? I can't, I don't know. Does it, does it freewheel? Cause you know, spin bikes don't freewheel. Exactly. Right? It's kind of like riding you a fixie. The, I don't I, know. I'll have to tell I'm, you I'd have to say that it has a freewheel on there. Cause I, I would have heard so many stories about people that don't know what they're doing on a bike, killing themselves because they're trying to keep up with a class and that thing's just yeah. like got the inertia going. Yeah. Yeah, I, that seems like something I would be wrong about. I feel like that would I would find that very annoying, which I always have on spin bikes. And so I don't remember specifically when I was doing it, but I was just thinking about your back and worried that you're going to hurt yourself. So, so Lance, when you get on this Peloton, are you going to just try and crush all these mere mortals and, and let them know, even though you got your 56 score on training peaks? Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> just Just like... Like how yesterday I found some bike paths, so of course I went for the KOM on it because I'm did, stupid and did you get it? I did not get it. No, <laughs> so so worth it. Uh, um, Matt, I've had some people contact me about some discounts or some deals on some Garmin watches, and yeah. they're the 
the discount that Garmin's handing out is like better than the, the price that I can get as a dealer sometimes, which is just yeah. absolutely Ooh. bonkers. Um, anything in particular, any particular watches that you think people should go and take a peek at right now? Well, the 745 is a really nice watch. Uh-huh. And it's $100 off right now. So it goes from, I might be wrong about the pricing, 500 to 400 It's a It's a large, you know, like percentage off on a watch that's fairly new to the market. Yeah. I mean, it's, so that would be one. You can also do $100 off the 945 or the 945 LTE. But because those watches are a little bit more expensive, it's a little, you know, it's a little less percentage off. If you're you know, looking for like the best deals in the world. Uh, or maybe you just want to get the watch that you want. And, and the 745 is a good option, but so are the 945s and the 945 LTE. Then there was the, the big one was like the Phoenix 6 Pro, which was, I don't remember if it was $150 off or what, but it was significant. Um, my only hesitation with that would be like, yeah, you're getting an awesome watch at a really good price, but there could be a Phoenix seven coming in the future. Right. And we just, we don't know, but we assume that that's coming soon. So Mm -hmm. that's the one I would be a little hesitant. I don't think that the 945 will update quite as quick because they just posted the 945 LTE. The 745 is still new. So I don't think they would update that one, but I could be wrong about that too. It's just that like, you know, when you're getting a watch, you kind of want to future proof yourself, at least proof future proof yourself a couple of months and so i don't that would be my hesitation that way yeah the rumor mill about the phoenix watches and and i can say this i I know it's okay to say it is going to be sometime in january february of next year but um yeah if you're looking at getting something then that's something to uh keep in the back of your mind if you're going to be picking up the six the six is still a fantastic watch and that was one of the watches that i was told about a discount that was just astronomical i'm like oh 100 go jump on that go get that deal that's that's a good one yeah Cool. Um, if you're looking for a trainer, I know that the kickers, are gonna be, gonna... they're going to be going yeah. on, on sale. There's going to be a 10% discount on those that I know of for sure. Um, on which ones? All, all kickers stuff. They're, all kick- all kickers. yeah, they're, um, doing a 10% deal on their stuff. So that's, that's kind of good. You can save a few bucks there. Um, and that it says here start, that yeah, I'll, that's I'll, probably, that's probably coming soon, right? Yeah. That'll start on, on black Friday. Um, okay. They're doing like this whole thing where all customers purchasing any model kicker, um, power trainer that includes the kicker bike. If you're getting one of those, are eligible to receive a one year free subscription to the system program too, which is kind of cool. So I haven't had so a, a ten, huh? So you can get ten percent off a kicker and a year to the system in one year system. Yeah, and I think it's like I think any time you pick up a kicker, you're going to get the one year system thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think that's going to be something they keep going forward with. So. But still, ten percent off a kicker is a good deal. Yeah, Jake, you tried a kicker bike this last week. What okay. was your experience, Lance? I tried it, and I fell in love with it. Oh no! No, because they're because they're like three thousand dollars, aren't they? Uh, three thousand five hundred. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, you guys, Matt, you got to come over and try it out. It's fan- it's at your house. Totally it's at right. my house. It's fantastic. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh I, I thought I had a pretty sweet setup. I had um I had my nice road bike because I haven't been riding outside, so I went ahead and put my, my normal road bike, my, my BMC T machine on there. And it was riding on my kicker, the new fi- fifth generation, and it was a sweet setup, you know. It's a you know twelve speed drivetrain and super smooth, doesn't have to be calibrated, yada 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 yada. And then I 
I was talking with the guys over there watering. They they convinced me to try one, and I went ahead and said, "All right, I'll try it." And I, not for nothing, I should I should know what these things feel like, how they ride, right. and all that other fun stuff. Because you know, we've actually moved quite a few of them, and I agreed to it. I went ahead and set it up. I got on it and went. Oh my God, why did it, why did I do that? It was like, it kind of harkens back <laughs> to the first time that I actually ever used a kicker. And it was one of those situations where uh, it was a, a teammate of ours, Jordan Rickards. He was, um, he was coming over to do something. I was helping him with the bike and he was going out of town. I think he was packing his bike and he's like, Hey, you want to try my kicker? I'm like, sure. Why not bring it over? Cause at the time I think I was riding on a kinetic fluid trainer and you know, that kind of sucked. Yeah. It was loud and all this stuff. He brought it over and I put it on there. And like the first thing I did when I got off it, I sent him a text. I'm like, damn you, damn you. Now I have to buy one of these things. And I think by the time he got back, I'd already secured one. But, um, it was, it was all of that in a bag of chips. You guys, that, that kicker is butter smooth, super quiet. I thought the uh, the climb was going to be kind of a gimmicky thing, but it's actually really nice. And it's it's a quick, simple thing to, to hit a button if you want to do it uh, manually. And what's kind of nice about that is you can kind of put yourself in that position and kind of bend over and stay on the bars and just stretch your back out a little bit. Or you can um, you know just kind of play with your positioning on the bike so you're not getting put in a position where you're going to get like saddle sores or something like that. Cause you know, if you're sitting in a stationary position, not going very far, that can happen, but it's also kind of fun just to turn it on and let the, um, let Zwift kind of do its thing so that you can, uh, you know, have that whole immersive feel of riding on the Hills. So there was that the shifting is incredibly smooth and it's so quiet. And as a matter of fact, we were doing our ride last night in the, the hot section at the end. Um, I got out of the saddle, <clears throat> went to go do the sprint and I was actually able to out of the saddle, just quickly shift. And it was so smooth. Like there was no hesitation, no nothing. And I was actually able to get better power production because of that. It was one of those things where I could actually shift in sprint and actually garner a few more Watts and it just worked out really well. So, um, I, I guess, I can just say that, yes, it's it's fantastic, and I'm going to give it a glowing review. And um, I liked it so much that we'll probably end up having to do a little bit of a video on it. So, Lance, I'm going to make you write on it, too, because you're going to have to speak uh, about it. <laughs> so here's my question is how how quickly adjustable is it? So, like, if I shared yeah. a kicker bike with my wife, yep. can, you, can you swap them quickly? 100%. So Chris Surratt, we know Chris Surratt, right? He and Corey both have one. And I think Chris – I'm, I'm – going to quote here said he can swap his position to her position in about 15 seconds and i would have to concur oh, with that wow. there's three quick adjusts um to slide or to adjust the cockpit and then there's one uh, quick adjust or two quick adjusts uh for the cockpit and then one quick adjust for the standover height so you can actually change the standover height pretty quickly too and then there's um, quick releases for the saddle height and the bar height and once you know everything it's got all of the measuring tape on there and you know exactly uh what your height is and you just mark that down or you know where you make a mark on the the, the device itself no joke i i would have to concur with them you're 15 maybe 30 seconds at most to make the adjustment like once you've done it a few times between the two of you it's just piece of cake you know what i'm excited oh. about I, they, they're gonna eventually make some sort of like motorized mechanical uh -huh. shift between two or three locations it's kind of like if you have like yeah, kids do it. You know, if you have kids in your house, yeah. they're potentially riding. Then you could just have like a button for Ethan, a button for your wife, a button for yourself. Uh, yeah, that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent where I was thinking about that too. I'm like, I was telling my wife about this. I'm like, soon it's going to be like um, when you get into a car. You know, you got the different yep. seat positions. You just push a button, and it goes exactly where it, it, it's probably going to know something like that. So that would I, be pretty I mean, rad. 
couple of years. Maybe that's a couple of years off. But I, I decided while you were talking that I can't ride that bike within, at your house because I will want to buy it. And I don't <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so money. Well, even if you did so want was, to buy it, they're sold out right now. They're going to be out of stock oh. until about February. But um, we so that always, one's probably on sale for Black Friday then. Um, well, I think you can you can order one. It's just not going to ship until February, if I'm not mistaken. We do have Same one. Ten percent. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it, everything on their stuff is uh, they're they're allowing a ten percent reduction for map pricing for all people that sell them, and then they will be on their website for ten percent off as well. Okay, which is pretty solid, right? Not bad. What else do you guys see out there? What else is going on in the world of Black Friday sales? Um, one of the things that I saw um, was. We've talked about Dylan Johnson before. Dylan Johnson's been on our podcast. Yep. He is a gravel racer, mountain bike racer, and a coach. And all his training plans are going to be 20% off for the next few days. That's fantastic. So Dylan Johnson does um, – he does – most of his training plans are, are for sale on the Training Peaks platform, Yep, I believe. And so if you wanted to buy one of his plans, they're 20% off. And I think there's different levels and types of things you can do with Dylan Johnson as well. I haven't so, gotten a look, but what's he charging on average for some of his plans? Yeah, you shouldn't ask me that. I, I don't <laughs> think they were that expensive to begin with because if it's a – you can buy different cookie-cutter plans, and they're only a couple hundred bucks or less than a hundred bucks to buy a plan that you plug in for your system. But I don't, I don't know exactly – if you want more customization or weekly contact, what the price ends up going to. But I remember them not being that expensive. Gotcha. What so. is something that you guys have that you currently use that you think everybody would really enjoy that you should um, tell them to keep an eye out for to be possibly going on sale? Is there like any kind of like a device? I know that like Matt just did a light video and it's that time of year yeah. for lights. Do you know if there's any cool lights that are going to be going on sale? I haven't seen that. I am the the thing with Black Friday is it's so like pervasive. It's like almost any product you want. Like yeah. if you think you like if you think you need some new lights, like you'll find a Black Friday deal and get some lights. Even if there's a specific light that you want, it's still probably on sale. There's just so much stuff on sale. So if you're holding out for lights, definitely pick that up. That's a good purchase. Um, Lance and I both have these Air Relax boots. They're kind of weird. I don't think that th I'm going to do a video on them soon because they have uh, they have a, a new product coming out, and so I have. They sent me like two different styles of Air Relax boots to review. That's going to be like even the style that Lance and I have is going to be like 100 bucks off, and they have another fancier one that's 250 dollars off. Um, so there's there's deals to be had on stuff. Again, my only hesitation with that kind of stuff is like, I I think it feels good, but I don't know if there's a lot of science behind you. You know, you're not gonna like become faster by using compression boots and things like that. In in, in my opinion, yeah, I have them as well, and I have to say that yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. know the 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 exact science behind that. I don't know if it's actually been quantified, but I do know that after I use them, I am definitely more relaxed, and I I, I think that I sleep a little bit better. And if it's going to help me sleep better, I'm a hundred percent behind it because that's where all yeah. the recovery actually happens. So if it can get me yeah. to that point, then that that's what I'm looking for, and I think that it's a good thing. I actually bought a set yeah. of them for myself and a smaller size for my wife, and we actually use them quite uh, often. So yeah, it's great. I mean, they're they're it's a cool company the nice thing about them is like there are companies that do the same thing for three times as much Correct. price wise Normal and so it's kind of one of those things where it's like okay 
you know, if the real benefit is, you know, the compression piece, then um, race to the bottom on price, right? Because it's not like you can, you know, you can't patent the compression of your legs. Sure. It's just like a matter of getting it done. Yeah, so. as a matter of fact, I just I saw just the other day there's another player that came onto that marketplace that's um, yep. providing those boots as well. So, but um, Air Relax has actually been pretty good to work with. We've um, we've ordered quite a few of those sets for people on the team. So it's a uh, it's a good oh, company. Good. Yeah, and they make of other a couple other cool devices like a massage. It's not it's not your Theragun, but it's in the vein of that. And they've got different attachments that you can put on there. It's called the Hammerhead or Hammers or something okay. like that. And it actually there works decently well. There are a lot of those massage gun companies yep. out there. Um, the one that I, I've got a couple of them because companies send me stuff. And there's one that's, the company's called Ben and something else. I'll look it up. But uh, but there's one that I think is pretty decent. I had the Theragun for a little while and that was fine too. I, I, again, it's another one of those things where it's like, I do feel like that it works. It feels like it loosens up, especially with like my calves and things like that. I don't think you're going to see like any sort of increase in athletic performance from using some of these technologies. Like it, it would be very hard to do a study and measure that. However, if you feel more relaxed or if it helps you, um, you know, work through a knot in your calf or something like that, then, you know, it, there's benefits there. So sure. Sure. Good stuff. Um, what else you got, Lance? Um, one thing I would keep an eye out for, there there are, as I travel around, there's a couple of apps that I use to find yeah. the right cycling uh, places. And most of them, to have actually really good service, you need to buy their pro, you have to get their pro version, not just the, the free version. So some, like, like MTB Trails is one I use quite often to find good trail beta on mountain bike trails, and it's really simple to use. Um, there's also Riva GPS helps me find gravel routes in different areas that I can download to my computer. Um, and All Trails is a is a hiking app that you can actually download maps to. Um, as well. I'm sorry I'm giggling because my daughters are dancing in the grass out in front of me trying to distract me and it's working. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are three apps I use quite often and, and uh, sometimes those places run deals and that could be helpful too. Yeah. Um, another, <clears throat> excuse me, another thing to look for right now that you're going to find Black Friday deals on that are probably going to be even better than you would normally see would be like your outside cycling apparel. So if you think yeah. about like right now, everybody's buying winter stuff. So you'll probably see some stuff on sale, but you might see some people trying to really just blow out and get rid of the summer stuff so that they can bring in the new collections. Go out there and find that stuff, buy it now, sit on it until spring, summertime, and you'll thank yourself every second because it'll be so cheap. So go, uh, go do that too. Um, other thing, <laughs> Lance is showing us videos of the girls dancing. That's kind of funny. Um, other things, uh, <laughs> sales don't stop on Black Friday. We will roll over into Cyber Monday. And then as we get closer to Christmas, yep. we're going to have like the pre-Christmas holiday. And like everybody's going to try and just like really just leverage stuff. And and that's fine and well. There might be some other deals that will pop up as we get closer to um, 
to, to the Christmas time. But what you got to be careful with, especially with electronics, is there's a lot of shortages right now with chipsets and yep. things of that nature. So um, they don't have a ton of supply to begin with. So you've got to, like, you, you kind of do need to, if you have something specific that falls in the vein of, being affected by the supply chain issues right now and you, you really want to make sure that you get it um do make sure that you do that on friday because i would suspect that probably after cyber monday there's a lot of people that are going to be sold out of stuff and you might be in a pickle trying to get the things that you want and you might end up having to pay even more than you were hoping to so keep that in mind too matt do you have any other uh parts yeah. or pieces um, or products so uh we've talked about this on the podcast there's a company called Roby, which is kind of a zwift alternative you do like live um, live courses sure. on Roby. I think it's 25% off for their Black Friday deal, which might be something that you're into, you know? Uh, you know, if you want a, a Zwift alternative or you just want to check it out, like that might be like worth checking out now, deciding if you want to take on that 25% discount. And that's for their six-month or 12-month subscription plans. So yeah. that might be good. Have you used yeah. Roby yet? I can't remember if I tested it out when they first came on board. Um, I haven't used it in a long time. So I, I do think it's probably worth retesting. Uh, I do. I have this idea of like making a video series where I, you know, test Roby, test Zwift, test, you know, um, even like Trainer Road, which I know is very different. And then uh, system and just kind of like comparing all of these indoor systems against each other and just kind of like having a big, um, detailed video on that, but I've been planning that video for like three winters and I have yet to get around to it. So it's a lot. to take on, so. Yeah. I still think it's tough to beat Zwift. I know that trainer roads probably right yep. there too, with its certain respects, but those are the, those are the two primaries that most everybody's going to, but I am intrigued by the system. I want to check that out because they seem like yep. they're trying to put some effort into that, which is kind of neat. I They've got some cool stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. I don't know if I really have anything else other to add to that. I'll have a, a closing little thing when we, we talk here. But Lance, you got anything else? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'll, I'll close then this little chapter out. If uh, if you're looking for something and you want a deal, uh, Dow Cycling Lab. We, yeah, we, go. we got stuff too. We'll put stuff up on the website and we'll, you know, you'll see the the same little deal with the Wahoo stuff. We'll, we'll do a 10% discount on that. But um, if you want to, and you're listening to this, we keep our website up to date and all that other fun stuff. If you need something, you can go on to dialedcycling.com. You can check out the website. Use the code podcast. And Ooh. again, is podcast. Check that code yeah. out. See if that, that helps you out. So um, we like to say that we, uh, we, we're always here to beat the internet. So uh, let's see if we can help you out. And if, uh, if our listeners are listening and they need some goodies and whatnot, use the word podcast in that discount code and see what that does for you. Um, little shameless plug there. Sorry. <laughs> but, oh, uh, no, I love it. Yeah. Other than that, um, it should be fun. I'm kind of interested to see what's going on. And maybe if we find some really cool stuff that just kind of blows our socks off, we'll post it up on social media yeah. and share with the folks so that they can jump on that as well. But yeah, there should be more stuff announced on saturday no friday black friday yeah uh i just am it's it's crazy how early things have started with deals yeah but i would say yeah if you're if there's something that you need to purchase friday would be a good day to do it yep. yeah then there's yep. always saturday and monday yep and it's if cool. if you're having questions or you're not sure you need to to ask um 
uh, any of us anything directly, you can send an, e info or an email over to info at Dialed Cycling, and I'll do my best to get back to you um, as soon as possible. We will be closed on Friday, though. We're, we're not going to be open. We're staying home, and we're uh, you're going to be doing family stuff and probably be riding a bike or something like that. But if you shoot an email, the, the email is always working, and that'll fall in the inbox, and the website will always be open. So um, do that, and we'll, we'll take care of you as best as we possibly can. Um, anything else on that topic? Moving on. Nope. <laughs> Let's do one last thing. Matt Legrand. What's going on in the, the world of Matt Legrand, YouTube superstar? Yeah, superstar. Uh, yeah, so I always have a video to talk about. Um, Koros is a watch company, and they're doing good stuff. They've done a really good job of taking like some of their brand newest features and porting it back to their older watches. Uh, so they just had a big announcement, in which case you know, I made a little video about that on... Monday. Uh -huh. um, and then let's see. Uh, I will also post a Black Friday's video special. I might dive a little more detail into like watches and running stuff and swimming stuff, like deals that are, are a little bit more targeted towards triathletes. Sure. So check that video out. I'll try to, I'll probably like wake up early on Black Friday and try to like produce the video and publish it by you know, mid morning or something like that, because that'll be a quick turnaround and, uh, and I won't work on it on Thanksgiving or else my wife will kill me. So would you ever <laughs> consider just live streaming it? I saw a friend that's going to do the exact same thing. Dave Dillon is going to live stream it. And as soon as I saw him like post that he was going to live stream it, I was like, that's smart. Like why that's like the smartest thing to do. Cause then you can talk live with people about all the deals that are kind of piling through as it's happening so i'll watch his live stream but i will um i'll do a produced video and i haven't done a live stream on my channel because uh i don't know how best to tackle that and um i have been on other people's live streams before but i haven't done one personally sure. so that's that's something that i i would like to explore but i also want to make i don't know like how i want to do it like do i i have to think about it like do I do something where it's like just for Patreons or like just for, you know, or maybe it's like every Sunday night I do this live stream and people can tune in for that. I, I don't know. And I don't want to commit to something that, you know, I haven't figured out yet. So. Sure. Well, that'd be fun. Yeah. Cool. Oh, hey, real quick. How's it going with your video? I, I watched the video that the latest video that you posted with uh, all the, the guys. Guy with yeah. all the watches? Yeah. Okay, Those so, are yeah. fantastic. So Those are I, great videos. Yeah, so I have a series of videos coming out, and it's basically like talking to some of the top sports tech YouTubers. Sure. Uh, there is eight of them, I think, and uh, they all gave their favorite watches, which I thought, like, even some of them were like, I don't really want to do this because you don't really want to tell people, like, what your favorite watch is because it's just weird when you're reviewing watches. But then they all just, like, came around to it and just gave their favorite watches. So I was really surprised that they kind of admitted to it all uh and they you know that video's done really well i don't know exactly how well it's doing but you know over a thousand views in a couple of days is good for me and um and i think people like it i think people like kind of just seeing what people are saying and uh and people are concerned too they're like well what about my watch why isn't that one your favorite and i i tried to like warn people right at the beginning of the video like this is just these guys opinions they have access to every watch Price is less of a concern. They've got, they're going to test all this stuff, and honestly, they have so many watches that they, they just have a different view on 
some of this stuff than like the normal person. Like if you like Koros sure. and they didn't mention your favorite Koros, it doesn't mean that Koros is a bad watch. Like yeah. in fact, you know, the Koros Pace 2 is like such an excellent watch for the value. It didn't get mentioned because I didn't ask those guys what's the best value, you know, watch or whatever yeah, because they probably all would have mentioned yeah. that watch, but yeah. It was just kind of so, neat to see cuz you've got eight different people with eight different perspectives and you yep. had almost eight different watch choices. I mean, there were a couple of yep repeats right. in there but it was still kind of funny seeing gp llama is like uh no watch <laughs> thanks that yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want no stinking watch so um that yeah. was kind of funny. or wait it does does fit pick the casio calculator watch yeah that was classic right? yeah. <laughs> that was perfect yeah yeah well played yeah those guys are great they're so nice to do that i mean i i can't thank them enough i i'm gonna take this friday off so those videos are coming out on friday i'm gonna do the black friday video instead and then we'll start back this series the following friday and I think the next one is like what camera equipment they use for their videos. Oh, but I have a whole bunch wow. more questions okay. coming for them, like what their favorite bike is, what their favorite shoes are, like a whole bunch of cool stuff coming. Oh, cool. Uh, and so I think that there's at least, you know, four more of those videos in the series. Sweet. Cool. Hey, Lance, yes. what you got yes. for one last thing, bud? So there was a big race announcement that came out this week. Um, Lifetime has announced a new oh. National Grand Prix cycling race series for elite cyclists for next year, which includes a 250000 prize purse for this six-race series. Now, I, the, the beauty of it is it's an off-road series of races. So there's three gravel races and three mountain bike races. So this is, I think this is just what gravel needs, and uh, it's, I think it's going to create a lot of buzz and excitement in the, all the off-road racing community. So the million-dollar question, is it going to be sanctioned? I don't think so. I don't wow. think it's going to be sanctioned, but I'm, but I'm not sure. Um, that yet remains to be seen. Um, and it's only for 20 men and 20 women that will be able to compete. So all the racers the, you know, that want to be a part of this, they have to submit an application to, to get picked to be one of the 20 men or 20 women who are vying for this $250,000 prize purse. That's fantastic. So, but it includes some major races. Um, um, the Sea Otter Classic, um, it's like a 70-mile off-road mountain bike race. And then the 200-mile unbound gravel. And then the Crusher and the Tusher, which is in Utah, a 70-mile um, wow. um, gravel race. And then Leadville, 100, mountain bike race. Wow. And then uh, Shakwa Megwin, I probably said that wrong. It's a mountain bike race in Wisconsin. And then Big Sugar Gravel in Bentonville, Arkansas. So some big races. They didn't want, they didn't want it to open up to all pros because they want – um, there to be room in these races for the masses, uh -huh. but um, this is this is kind of a cool little concept with a quarter million dollars on the line. So, that's so are they going to drug test before they hand over that check for a quarter of a million dollars? No clue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lifetime is doing a lot of cool stuff for cycling. How many of those events do they actually own? Um. I believe they own Sea Otter, they own Unbound, they own Crusher. I don't know about Leadville or Big Sugar. They might own all of them, but I know they own most of those. Wow. That's uh, that's pretty neat. That'll uh, be fun to watch for sure. That could be interesting. Cool. Um, my one last thing is uh, we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Pretty thankful for that. 
Aha, uh-huh. just kidding. Um, but that that gets <laughs> us one step closer to um, the next month and the first Saturday in next month. Sorry, this is a terrible transition. I'll just cut to the chase. On uh, December 5th, if I'm not mistaken, that's a Saturday, we're going to have our ugly Christmas sweater ride. And that's going to kick off our Bikes for Kids fundraiser uh, program. And we'll uh, have a GoFundMe thing going live here pretty soon. And people can make donations to that. And what the Bikes for Kids program is, is us uh, uh, collecting money and um that money's actually growing still uh, so that we can buy bikes for less fortunate kids. And we're hoping to actually have access to bikes this year, which will be kind of nice. I'm meeting with Cannondale in early January to talk about some bikes in uh, BMC as well to get a bunch of kids bikes. So we will buy bikes for less fortunate kids that would never have access to uh, a bike, let alone a nice bike. And then we'll get them a nice helmet and we'll uh, get them a bike lock. We'll build everything for them and we'll hand deliver these things over to these kids and, and teach them how to ride them and take care of them and just have a, a fun day of the whole process. So really super pumped and, and looking forward to that. It's going to be a blast, but it's always a good time kicking that off with the ugly Christmas sweater ride. Will you guys be joining us this year? I should be home and I should be able to join you. Wow. Yeah. Lance is going I'm to be hoping down. to as well. I'll probably be like fair weather friend. If the weather's decent, I'll probably go out there. Ah, got to come out regardless, man. It's fun. <laughs> but um, one other thing to add to that whole bikes for kids. So we had Dylan Wiggins on a few weeks ago and he brought in that stem that just knocked our sto- socks off. Right. Yeah. So uh, Dove Erickson actually won that. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, there's no way that I can take that. She's like, somebody in the, the dialed family needs to have that, not me, yada, yada, yada. So that was one of those things. Then um, she she contacted Matt. She contacted me, and, and she basically said, I'm going to give it back to you guys. And so what we're actually going to end up doing with that is we're going to auction it off. So it's a custom painted. It's freaking awesome uh stem i think it's a 110 if i'm not mistaken and it's uh it's gonna be something that we can raise a few bucks for and 100 of the proceeds from that will go to bikes for kids ran it by dove she's ecstatic about that i asked dylan if he was okay with that he was stoked on it as well and i think that's uh oh, cool that's gonna be the best place so so we could do the auction at our 200th episode Ooh. Would that would those dates were work out I'm just thinking, like, it would be cool to do that live. Potentially, yeah. That could be uh, pretty fantastic. Yeah, that could be good. We could uh, have, like, somebody manning the phone and taking some phone call-in auctions or something. I don't know. That, could, that could email. Be, uh, no, I don't know how. I don't know how it works. Yeah, we, we figure can, something out. So we'll figure out something. We'll post that up, and we'll get the the, the funds going on it. And and um, it might be one of those things where we would try and close it out at the at the live broadcast and somebody live could actually outbid whoever the highest bidder is on the, the interwebs i don't know i just i just hope that we can make a few bucks from that thing so that would be kind of cool um yeah so that's about it cool got anything cool. else you guys going uh you gonna go home or not home uh to your where are you going lance you're going to a uh uh, Airbnb. Airbnb. That's where you're Some going. Some house we rented in Salt Lake City, uh, gotcha. right downtown. And we'll see you back here next week. Matt, are you going to be riding with us tomorrow? Are you going to come out and do the gravel ride on your mountain bike? I don't think I'm allowed to go out and do <laughs> anything. I would love to. I was thinking about that ride, and I was like, oh, I'll just bring my mountain bike. That'd be fun. And then I have a feeling, because we're doing a turkey trot run in the morning, and oh, I have that's a feeling right. after that, I'm on family patrol. Gotcha. So. Cool. All right. Well, we do hope that everybody has a great Thanksgiving. We will be back doing this again next week. Hopefully, maybe interview with Lance and and Evan's already uh, signed up for one as well. So we'll we'll get those out to y'all. And then um, just look forward to that uh, 200th show coming up here pretty soon. I think today is 196, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So we're awfully close. So 
Thank you for listening. We will catch you next week. Until then, bye for now. Bye.